Well, hello, welcome back to the Pulpit to Pew podcast, the Thanksgiving edition. I hope you are having a wonderful Thanksgiving, and if you are listening to this on Thanksgiving, you probably should just turn it off, come back tomorrow, and enjoy your family. But when you come back, we're going to be talking about a, a, a difficult subject. I want to talk about, and think about that verse in Thessalonians that says, In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. How can we give thanks for trials? Five years ago, my life was rocked with a trial. Years before that, my life was rocked with a trial. I want to talk a little bit about trials today and how can we give thanks in trials. Well, hello, friends. Again, welcome back to the podcast and happy Thanksgiving. You know, if that verse in 1 Thessalonians would have said, in everything give thanks, except for vegetables and trials. Now, I threw the vegetables in there, but that would have been a pretty good verse. But it doesn't. It says, in everything give thanks. So that everything is going to include painful moments. It's going to, it's going to include trials and, and situations that we, we just don't like. In my life, I've had a few. Back in 2008, many of you know, if you're a long-time listener of the podcast, or, or maybe if you just know me personally, in 2008, I had a five-month-old son named Braden. Named him Braden, kind of because I didn't want a Brad Jr., but Braden was spelled B-R-A-D and then E-N. So it had my name in it, but if he was like, eh, I'm ashamed of my dad, I don't really want to, he doesn't have to be called Brad like his dad the rest of his life. So I thought it was the coolest name ever. And at and at five months old, he was he was a chunky little boy. He was getting up on all fours. He was getting close to crawling. But he went down for a nap one day, and he never woke up. And really, for the first time in my life, I was rocked by a trial. There were a couple of other things that happened in my life that I remember that were difficult before that as a young man. I remember my grandpa dying. I was young, but I remember him dying. And then really at 10 years old, this is a different crazy story, but a, um, not necessarily a crazy story, but a, a cousin of mine, I was just a young boy, but a cousin of mine that I was excited about, he was stillborn he, and he died at birth, ironically, on January 31st, the same day that my son, Braden, who ended up dying, was born. And so there's always been that connection, but, but I, I remember those two things, but nothing to the level in my life, personally, as having my son die. And a couple of weeks after that, I was studying in 2 Corinthians chapter number 12, still heavy on what had happened. I mean, it, it rocks your world, and then you're going through, you're being investigated and all kinds of stuff. But, but I was in 2 Corinthians chapter number 12, and I later preached this to our church. It's a message that I don't think I've ever done on the podcast in, whole, in, in, in full. It was a message I entitled, From Paradise to Pain. And I came across this passage in 2 Corinthians 12, where there's some familiar passages. They're not going to be new, but but it starts out by talk, with Paul talking about a time in which, and he didn't know if he was in the spirit or if it really happened. It was so surreal, but he was taken up to heaven. And, and he was able to see things that he couldn't describe. And it was just amazing to him. It was things that he didn't even talk about for 14 years. He was just such in awe of what he saw. But it says that when he came down from what seemed like paradise, 
when he came down from there, he was given a thorn in the flesh. He was given pain. People like to speculate on what that thorn in the flesh was. They like to speculate, was it was it a person? Was it a thing? Was it an ailment? Was it his eyesight? We, we don't necessarily know, but he was given something that was painful. Right after a moment of paradise, he was given something painful. And I started thinking about that. And then I started thinking about like Joseph. Joseph was told, you're going to be the ruler one day. I mean, and he had these dreams that are that are his parents and his brothers bowing down. It's like a paradise moment, a great, great thing. And then he's sold into slavery. Think about David. You're going to be king. And then you're running for your life. You have a child, but then your child dies. I think of Job. He had everything. He had wealth. He had money and riches. He had a great walk with God. And then one day it was all gone. Paradise to pain. Now, I don't want to talk on this stuff exactly. I don't want to get into that message. But I begin to study that and I begin to think about why does God allow pain in our lives? And and I made some conclusions. I think in Paul's case, it was to protect him from sin. He said, lest I be lifted up with pride. And I think in Joseph's case, it was to prepare him for service. He didn't understand it when he was a slave, but God was preparing him to become the second in command. And so sometimes we go through some painful moments to teach us and prepare us for ministry. And it's a, it's a reality. Sometimes it is to deal with our sin. David lost his son as a result of sin. And Sometimes it's just to prove our sincerity. In Job's case, God was just testing his faith. And, and so we could go on, but, but either way, what I loved, and I'm going to give this and then share a little bit of personal testimony of thanksgiving. What I love is when Paul was praying for this thorn to be removed, he's saying, God, you got to get this thorn out of here. He may be still living off the high of being taken up to heaven, but now I got, I got to get rid of this thorn. He's praying and God says to him, my grace is sufficient for thee. My strength is made perfect in weakness, most gladly, therefore. So Paul realizes, he says, most gladly, therefore, will I rather glory in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. He had a total change in perspective on his trials now, on his infirmities. He realized, and this is what I want us to see real quick before I get into testimony. He realized that the trials, the painful moments make me weak. Okay, you say, well, where's that good? They make me weak, but they cause me to depend upon the strength of God. I was just talking to my father-in-law last night at, the, at our testimony service at church, and I was talking to him about trials and some of the things I'm going to say here in a minute. And, and what, what we both concluded was the truth that, you know what, these painful moments... Can, can can lead a person to one of two decisions. Either you're going to cling to God in his grace and they're actually going to be a benefit for you because you're going to grow stronger and closer to God. Or you're going to run and rebel against God. Paul decided, hey, I'm going to take the grace of God. I'm going to be weak, but God's going to be strong for me. And I hope that that's what you've chosen. So 2008 was a difficult, difficult year. As my son died, some of you don't know, a lot of you don't know, but in 2009, I call it a small trial. I say it's the third great trial in my life, but it's really a small one compared. But 
2009, I started getting hives. On August 10th, 2009, I started getting hives. And I have had hives every day of my life since. I itch every single day for a while. Some days they're worse than others. If I run or play basketball or play anything, they cover my whole body. They itch. I start swelling up at times. They've never really figured out exactly why. And it's just something I live with. And many don't know that. And I've gotten so used to it now after all these years that I just kind of uh, know what I do to prevent from swelling and how to stop the itching as best I can and, and go on. But but that's been an annoyance in my life. I feel like maybe Paul's thorn in the flesh was a lot bigger, but it just feels like that thorn that annoys me every single day. But then the third and, and the one that's that's been extremely painful is was in 2016. Eight years after my son died, uh, I was pastoring a church, and on, I remember on a Wednesday night, I was preaching a message on Uzziah. And Uzziah's pride. I was in a series on the southern kings of Judah. I need to do that on here sometime. I love studying the southern kings of Judah. And I preached a message that night and just loved the message. But I came home afterwards to some turmoil. And then the next day, I uh, found that my wife at the time was in an affair. And next thing I know, I go from Wednesday night preaching a message pastoring a church to Thursday night in my parents' home with my kids. And then a short time later, having to resign the church, and now I'm living with my parents. Just just put that into perspective for a second. And so I go from pastoring a church to living with my parents, who I'm not saying that in necessarily a critical way, but when you're 30 some years old, I'm saying it in a very thankful way to my parents. And then I always say this: I got, I got a job. I had to get a job. I was pastoring. I I went to school for ministry. Got my master's in ministry, so I had to get a job. I got a job at Gordman's Warehouse. So get this: a month after I'm pastoring a church, and a month after I am preaching to people, I'm in the receiving line of a warehouse unloading a truck next to a guy who lives with a stripper who is giving me counsel about marriage. Just let that sink in for a second. And so I was just hitting a low place in my life. I was discouraged. I was defeated. I was angry. I was bitter. I was just ready to give up on everything. Pain. That's what we're discussing. I knew the verse. As a matter of fact, I think the Holy Spirit brought it to my mind several times in everything, give thanks. But I thought, how can I give thanks for this? It's the pain and the the hurt to my, even my kids. And so I was just like wrestling with this, wrestling with this. But I only say that not to glorify that. And I don't, I don't like to talk about that much, not because I don't, uh, because I will, but because here I am five years later and I miss pastoring, I miss preaching, but I am absolutely as happy as I can be and peace in my heart because of a few things that I want to give thanks for. Number one, God gave me a wonderful wife named Michelle who loves me and cares for me. She's helped me through some dark times, very, 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 very dark times. She's helped me through those times. She's encouraged me. 
and she has uh, been there by my side during through some very difficult times. But God also gave me, and I, this is why I can't even I can't even begin to get into it. How thankful I am that God has given me the family that I have, from my parents to my sister to my brother to my in laws to my nieces and nephews. I have the most amazing family surrounding me. My brother's a pastor. My my dad's a pastor. And so uh, my sister and Aaron, Aaron's a deacon in the church. So thankful for the family God has put around me. And then the friends and church family. So here's what I'm saying. You say, why are you getting all this? Here's what I'm saying. We've got to be thankful for everything. And I God has insulated me with friends and family that have taken two extremely difficult trials in my life and still at now 40 years old, getting ready to turn 41, God has helped me through this. It's not me. I've tried to give up. I even get discouraged. I even this morning in my mind, I got discouraged as I'm studying for my Sunday school lesson. Not about any of the thing I'm talking about. I just got discouraged and frustrated. There's times when I've wanted to give up but God has put the right people around me. And I'm so thankful to God. I was just studying about for our Wednesday, or excuse me, our Sunday lesson. And I was studying about this woman that's been forgiven so much and how grateful she was because of what she's been forgiven of. And in my case, I'm just so grateful for what how God has just helped overcome so much. God has just been there and he's been faithful and he's not given up in the times when I wanted to give up and he's put the right person in the right text message. And I'm just thankful for what God has done. And so the pain that God has allowed to come has helped me to understand that I need his grace every single day. And then God's given me people like you, people that listen to this podcast, this podcast has been an outlet for me. I love to teach. I love to preach. And this podcast is an outlet for me to be able to take what I'm studying and to pass it along through the airwaves to whoever decides to listen. I don't even know half the time. Sometimes I wonder, I don't know if anybody's listening. I can check the stats and see, but you just sometimes feel like no one is listening. But God has given this opportunity and give me a wonderful church to serve in and so I want you to I don't I don't I've talked a lot about me for a second because I wanted to give personal testimony of just thanks to God that in 2022 getting ready to go to 2023 I'm able to sit here behind this microphone and talk to you because I've had some low and some difficult times that I didn't know if I would get through but God has been faithful so I'm going to ask you now what have you been through? Can you say in everything you're going to give thanks? Is there some painful moments in your life that I'm not saying they're right? And, and, and let me clarify, by giving thanks doesn't mean that you're saying what was done was okay. It's not. The thankful part is this, that in the pain, God has given grace, that you've grown closer to God. That's the part to give thanks for and I hope that you'll look back on your life and not become embittered by the things that have happened to you, but rather say, God, through those, you've molded me into the person you want me to be. You've given me a ministry like you did, Joseph, 
You've helped me to know your grace like you did Paul. And God, you've proved within me and you the sincerity like you did in Job. And God, you're making me who I ought to be. And so this Thanksgiving, I hope you're thankful for the pain. Part of me right now, to be honest with you, wants to just go back and delete this whole podcast and start over. Because I don't like how much I talked about my stuff. But I hope the transparency a little bit with you will help you to see that God is good, even in the trials. And as we continue on throughout this year and into next year, we're going we're gonna to keep talking about trials and how to overcome. We're going to keep talking about growing and walking in our faith because God's good. And Paul said, and I'll just wrap it up with his words again. He said, in verse 10, Therefore I take pleasure in, my, in infirmities, in reproaches, in necessities, in persecutions, in distresses for Christ's sake. For when I am weak, then am I strong. In the things of life that make you weak, allow them to develop in you a strength that only comes from God. Happy Thanksgiving. Hey everyone, thanks for sticking around to the end. Would you please hit subscribe on wherever you're listening to right now and then make sure so you are prepared for 2023 and what's coming. Make sure you go over to the YouTube page, Pulpit to Pew. You'll see it. I have my ugly mug there and a black background that says Pulpit to Pew. I haven't updated all that yet. Make sure you subscribe. I want to make sure you're ready to start getting the content that I'm going to try to put out in video form next year, a little bit more as well. And then subscribe to the newsletter, bradmcclure.org. We're going to start coming out in a new format, and it's going to come to the website. So if you've missed some, you can be, you're going to be able to see them on the website. A lot of new things coming up, a lot of stuff I'm working on behind the scenes in the free moments that I have, like today on my day off, so that I can try to bring content and bring material that's going to help you and me, because I get the benefit of studying and then teaching it, but helping us to grow on our walk. So thank you for being a part of the podcast and listening. Please make sure you subscribe to all those different areas. Our Facebook page is going to be utilized as well next year. Many of you are there, about 200 and some, but if you're not, check out the Facebook page as well, Pulpit to Pew, and make sure you like the page. Hey, have a great Thanksgiving. Enjoy some ham and turkey. I'm going to as well, and we'll talk to you soon.